0: Hey everyone, welcome back to the Travel Media Lab podcast. I'm your host, Yulia Denisuk. I hope your summer is treating you so well so far. My summer is really busy. I have a lot of travel coming up and also working on growing the impact of this podcast and everything we're doing inside Travel Media Lab. For this reason, we're taking a longer break this summer and coming back with new season 9 episodes to you in the fall. I'm going to use this time to find a brand sponsor for this podcast, because let me tell you, it's not cheap at all to be producing every episode you hear. That's why it also matters so much when you share our work on social media or with other people who might enjoy to hear about what we're doing. When we grow our listener numbers, it also makes for an easier conversation with potential podcast sponsors Who might be able to cover some of the expenses that so far by the way i've been covering myself so this is your invitation to share 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 if you want this podcast to keep going thank you very much so as i mentioned we're talking a short break with traditional episodes until the fall but that doesn't mean we're going to leave you hanging In inspiration. Instead, I actually had an idea recently to share some of my work with you in what I'm going to call a summer reading series. So over the years, I've created stories that I'm really proud of. And for the next nine weeks, I'm going to share some of my favorite ones with you. I'm reading these stories as I wrote them and as they're now uh, published on each of the publications' websites, and the link to each story will also be available inside the show notes. So this is an experiment. It's something new that we're trying out here at the Travel Media Lab podcast, so if you like this summer reading series, please do let me know. And I'm being super serious right now. Let me know if you are enjoying this new uh, series that we're going to be doing. You can DM me on Instagram at In Search of Perfect or at Travel Media Lab. You can share your thoughts on social media because, again, share, share, share. Every share matters. Or you can also tag me inside our Facebook group, Travel Media Lab. I'd love to hear from you. So, today, we're starting this summer reading series with a story that's probably one of the most personal and special stories that I've done to date, and you will see why shortly. This story was published in Afar magazine in 2022. In Barcelona for vacation and fertility treatments. When I traveled to Barcelona at the height of the pandemic, it was an insurance plan for the future. Chocolate ran down my elbows as I took another bite of churros, the hard-to-resist fried dough treat I found steps away from my Barcelona hotel. The churros were on a long list of things a leisure traveler to the city might do, and that I did, too. I dined at trendy vegan brunch spots in Eixampal, Barcelona's stylish central neighborhood. I gazed in awe at the vaulted ceilings inside the Sagrada Familia. I booked tapas dinner for one at the Rambla de Catalunya Boulevard and browsed stalls at the Mercado de la Boqueria, the city's landmark market. Late one afternoon, I made a trek to Park Güell and watched the sun illuminate Gotti's whimsical structures in striking golden hues. But this trip wasn't all leisure. Every night, after a day spent exploring the city, I'd return to my hotel room alone. Like clockwork, I'd settle down in my bed at 9pm to inject myself with follicle-stimulating hormones. I was in Barcelona with a mission. To freeze my eggs. For decades before I found myself in Barcelona, I traversed new continents, cities, and neighborhoods solo i've fallen in love in jordan made a life-changing decision to quit my brand manager job in morocco and faced my fears of aging by booking a remote bed and breakfast in china as a birthday gift to myself an avid traveler i've built a life centered on this identity as a travel journalist while my friends celebrated engagements and baby showers I stood six feet apart from gorillas in Rwanda and shared a roof with nomad shepherds in Mongolia. The collective timeout we went through when the pandemic first began had shaken all that. Somewhere in the stillness of our initial lockdowns, I found enough space to think about my life. Who was I if I was no longer a traveler? And what did I want for myself? Like other women before me, I faced the question, do I want to have kids? At the time, I was 37 and single. I knew I didn't want to have children alone, but it was impossible to predict when or if the right partner would come into my life. Keeping in mind that our chances to get pregnant diminish as we get older, I started looking into my options. Turns out, I don't have that many in the United States. According to the American College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists, women's fertility starts to decline by the time we turn 30. This decline becomes more rapid at 35. The aging process affects the quality and quantity of the eggs women produce during each menstrual cycle, resulting in decreasing chances of a successful pregnancy as years go by. But with advances in fertility science women can now safely retreat and store younger healthier eggs to use later in life the procedure called egg freezing has been gaining popularity in the past decade and the pandemic has created an opportune window for many more women to take advantage of it but egg freezing is also expensive family planning resource site fertility q Estimates that one freezing cycle can cost anywhere from eight to fifteen thousand dollars, with more than one cycle often needed. Most U.S. insurance policies treat it as an elective procedure, which means it is rarely covered. Add another seven thousand on top of that for medications and storage costs, and egg freezing in the United States quickly becomes out of reach for many women, including me. So when a friend posted on Instagram about her experience with a fertility clinic in Spain for a fraction of a cost, I paid attention. Working with Ovalli, a startup matching women with fertility clinics across Europe, I selected a clinic in Barcelona that would oversee my procedure for the next few weeks. I learned that egg freezing would cost me about five times less in Spain than it would in the United States. Indeed, the ovale fee, full treatment, four-year storage of eggs and medications amounted to $5,200. My total bill, which also included three weeks of meals and accommodation in Barcelona, rounded up to $7,500. The clinic would continue to store the eggs and would even be able to transport them to the United States should I ever decide to use them on American soil. In recent years, Spain has become a popular destination for fertility tourism. According to the European Society of Human Reproduction and Embryology, it's been a leading provider of all fertility treatments in Europe. But I selected Barcelona for a different reason. A first-time visitor to the city, I've long heard about its beaches, Catalan food, and relaxed cosmopolitan atmosphere. I was determined to make a real vacation out of my fertility trip. Barcelona, then, seemed like a natural choice. When I told my friends and family of my plans, they had a different take. Can you really do this on your own? Aren't you afraid to go through something like this alone in a foreign city? They asked. But for me, going through this major life event in another country didn't feel like a big deal. As a traveler, I've come to trust the world, fiercely. Traveling taught me to land on my feet and embrace wherever the road takes me. I knew that this mindset would help me in Barcelona. And at first, it did. After my initial consultation with the clinic, I picked up my hormone medications from a local pharmacia and the 10-day treatment began. I stocked up on fresh fruit at a nearby market and planned my visits to Barcelona's top sites. A medication mix-up one morning led me to argue with the pharmacists, neither of us fully understanding each other. I remained calm through it all. But somewhere between day six and seven, the reality of what what was happening started to catch up with me. Where a normal menstrual cycle produces one egg to maturity, the goal of the treatment was to mature as many eggs as possible to harvest and freeze. My body started reacting to multiple eggs growing inside of me with pain and hypersensitivity. The surging estrogen made me feel extremely emotional. I burst into tears at the doctor's office upon hearing the news that everything was going well. In the lowest moments, I felt acutely lonely. Besides an occasional FaceTime call with a friend, I was indeed alone in Barcelona. Going through a medical procedure that, in a way, was a culmination of all my choices to date. I wasn't married, I didn't have children, and here I was, a lone traveler, creating a backup plan for herself. By the 10th day of treatment, I could barely get up from bed. I no longer left my hotel room, save for a Vietnamese pho spot across the street that became my go-to. I counted the days until the extraction, a procedure in which mature eggs are retrieved and flash frozen for storage. The night before my appointment, a violent summer storm came over Barcelona and threw barrels and barrels of water out onto the city for what seemed like hours. Then everything was quiet. The first thing I whispered when I woke up from anesthesia the following morning was, I love you, Yulia. As the healing began, I experienced an intense wave of falling in love with myself and you. I marveled at the courage that got me to this moment and the body that took me through it. After a few quiet days spent in bed, I returned to the city, watching residents stroll the palm tree-lined Bogotel Beach promenades and joining crowds of tourists on the narrow streets of the Gothic Quarter. On my last night in Barcelona, I treated myself to a meal at Brugarol, a 21-seat Izakaya-style tapas bar, marking the occasion with anchovy nigiri and caramel miso mousse. Walking back to my hotel that night, I felt immense pride for looking closely at my fertility, taking it into my own hands and traveling this far for this important step. Perhaps for the first time ever, I also felt at peace with how my life was unfolding. Going into this experiment, I wasn't sure I would ever actually want to have children. I'm still not entirely sure. But I'm glad to have done it. However things come to be, I know this. Freezing my eggs in Barcelona turned out to be an act of self-care and love. No matter where the road takes me next. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope you enjoyed the story about freezing my eggs in Barcelona. And I hope that you will let me know if you have some feedback for me or if you share this episode on social media. I would be so, so, so grateful to you. Thank you so much for listening today. And tune in next week when another favorite story of mine will be here in your podcast feed. Thank you so much.